Welcome, this is Gary Ryan, and welcome to this episode of the Professional Development Series, titled, Providing Great Service Means That Your Staff Come First, Not Your Customers. Southwest Airlines in the USA have been a huge success story, not just because of their sustainability, they have returned a profit every year since 1971, including the year 2001, when most other airlines suffered because of 9-11, and including more recently last financial year, when many airlines were making tremendous losses. They are the winner of multiple airline industry awards, service excellence awards, and best employer awards. While written in 1996 by Kevin and Jackie Freiberg, the book Nuts, Southwest Airlines' Recipe for Business and Personal Success highlights why Southwest has been able to be so successful. Despite founding CEO Herb Kelleher having been retired for a number of years, the foundation stones of creating a great place to work and striving to provide great service have continued with current CEO Gary D. Kelly. Through a set of core values that include concern, respect and caring for employees and customers, Southwest has been an amazing example of not believing that the customer is always right. Yes, that's correct. Southwest Airlines does not believe that the customer is always right. The fact is, the customer is probably right 99% of the time, but you have to be prepared to exclude some customers from time to time especially if their behaviour is unacceptable toward your staff and other customers. I remember experiencing this lesson when I was a young manager of a fitness centre. We had gone through an extensive process with our members to create our fitness centre etiquette. It was highly visible throughout the centre and all new members were inducted to the etiquette as part of their induction program. The etiquette outlined, amongst other things, that all members needed to wear appropriate clothing, including a top. A small group of young male bodybuilders started training without a top on. Several of the staff approached them and kindly reminded them of the fitness centre etiquette and asked them to replace their tops. Unfortunately, with rude language, the young men refused to do as they were asked. As the manager of the centre, and I was only 24 or 25 years old myself, I was informed of the incident and approached the young men. We had a short conversation where I reminded them of the expected behavioural standards for members and they replaced their tops. Unfortunately, this behaviour repeated itself on a further two occasions. A couple of the staff were feeling bullied by the members and were becoming concerned for their personal safety. I had warned the three young men that if their behaviour did not change, then I would have to expel them from the fitness centre in accordance with our fitness centre etiquette. The following day, the young men returned and proceeded to repeat the same behaviour. Upon noticing this behaviour, I prepared three cheques for the men, a 100% refund for their membership despite the fact that three quarters of their membership period had already been used. I approached the men and asked them to leave the centre. I had another staff member ready to call for security assistance if they did not leave peacefully. I informed the young men that they were not only expelled from the centre, but they were also not welcome to return unless they could demonstrate a willingness to support the fitness centre's etiquette. Amongst a flurry of abuse and threats towards me, the young men left, checks in hand, in fact, never to return. What was to follow both surprised me and reinforced the idea that staff come first, that in doing so they will serve your customers to the highest of standards. Firstly, no less than 35 customers personally spoke with me to inform me that if we had not expelled the three members, they would have left and joined another centre. 
Given that each of these people stayed at the centre for many, many years, the small investment that I made in giving 100% refunds to the three young men was an investment that paid high returns. Secondly, the staff who had experienced the poor behaviour of the three young men all noted how important it was to them personally that I had supported them. They said that it gave them confidence and it also indicated that we took the overall delivery of our service very, very seriously. So seriously that we were prepared, in fact, to exclude some customers if that was in the best interests of both the centre and the vast majority of our customers. It is important to note that these experiences are few and far between. However, organisations have to be prepared to take effective action on the odd occasion when the customer isn't right. Usually, taking such action will show your team members that you really do put them first. If you would like to find out more information on our professional and employability development series, please contact us at orgsthatmatter.com or visit our online learning community at studentsthatmatter.ning.com. Once again, this is Gary Ryan and thank you for listening.